Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. Hello. Today, we're talking about personal growth. So when you hear those words, where does your mind go? Maybe you think, oh, yuck. (laughs) No, thank you. That's for woo-woo people. Or maybe just yuck because it sounds too hard, too much effort, and who has the time for this sort of thing? Or maybe you take a deep breath and say, okay, now... What do I have to do, exactly? Or maybe you're one like me who lives your life trying to improve it. So if you go on Amazon or the bookstore, in a real live bookstore, you spend hours in the section of personal growth and self-empowerment. Today, we're going to talk about exactly what personal growth is, why you should get involved and make the effort, and we're going to talk about the negatives of personal growth and about maybe what holds you back, as well as the benefits. And then we're going to talk about how to quantum leap your personal growth. I'm going to tell you the steps to do it. And then the 12 steps that you can choose toward personal growth as part of that quantum leap. First off, what is personal growth? Webster says that it's the act or process of improving oneself by one's own actions. Okay, it's kind of simplistic, but that's exactly what it is. Wikipedia has a little bit more. It says that personal development consists of activities that develop a person's capabilities and potential, build human capital, facilitate employability, and enhance quality of life and the realization of dreams and aspirations. That's a little closer for me. But maybe if we look at some synonyms for personal growth, that may help. The first one is personal development, which I've already kind of mentioned. The next one is personal fulfillment. And doesn't that sound pretty darn good? Self-actualization, to actually find out who you are. Character development. Hmm, Sounds like you're in a show in a theater. But yeah, I get that too. Personal enrichment. I like that one. Self-guided improvement. And the ever-popular self-help. Do any of those resonate with you? Or maybe you just know you want to better your life. And that's kind of what it's all about for you. My definition for personal growth is the act of shifting your limiting beliefs and fears so that your life can be everything you want it to be, but by focusing on things you want to change about where you are right now. So you look at where you are right now and you say, okay, what do I want to change? How do I get from here to there? And that how do I get from here to there is what we're going to talk about and why you should want to do it. Why personal growth Not maybe it should be important to you, but why it could be important to you. So how do you do it? Well, there are various tools and techniques you can use, obviously, to improve your life, whether that means changing certain behaviors you have, 
some habits that don't serve you anymore, or maybe they never did. Emotions maybe that carry you away in the wrong direction from where you want to be. Generally, it involves getting out of your comfort zone, changing the way you're doing something, a little different from the way you had been doing it. And of course, there's any hot button reactions you may have to a person or circumstance that leaves you wishing you hadn't said or done something. Because you realize afterwards, you go, oh, I overreacted. Why did I do that? The why did I do that is when you start doing personal growth. So why make the effort? Well, for me, if you want a more limitless life, which this show is all about, one that serves you, that makes you happy and is fulfilling, then personal growth is a must, whether you look at it as a spiritual growth or you look at it as just what you're doing, your habits and the way you live your life right now, 3D, then or 4D, depending on how you're looking at it, then personal growth is something you need to look at. But you can call it something else, of course, empowerment, enlightenment. If you're in spirituality, that might be the way that you're looking at it. But it doesn't matter how you look at it, as long as you do it. Now, let's look at some of the downsides and the negatives of personal growth. They could be considered negatives because you might go, it's a lot of work. It can be exhausting if you really throw your whole self into it. It can take a lot of energy, maybe take a lot of time. It depends on how much time you want to put towards it. But if you're thinking about it, it's probably in the back of your mind most of the time. It takes your attention and your focus away from other things in your life. When you're focusing on something, you need to have that ability to say, okay, now I'm focusing on this. This is what I want to improve and make sure you are willing to do that. And it does, as I said before, take getting out of your comfort zone. And you do have to find motivation to be able to be on track. It has to be a priority at some point. So procrastination and distractions, they kind of have to take a back seat. And that can be tough when you have a family who demands your time or even a job that demands your time. It's hard to be able to put those things off as distractions when you might think personal growth is more of the distraction than the actual regular life. You have to decide if it's important to you or not. So what benefits do you get from personal growth? Your mindset will shift and you'll look at things differently depending on what you're working on and which section of your life or what habit that you're trying to change or limiting belief. You will start looking at things a little differently. You will probably have a more positive outlook on life. And even though we're not talking about spiritual growth here specifically, you may find you have a higher vibration. So those heavier emotions will fall away. So that anger maybe that you normally might have as a go-to may not get triggered as much. The impatience, the guilt, the all those different maybe heavier emotions that you might have might not really impact you as much as they did before. Your response to people may change. You might not have those hot button issues as much. Maybe it takes more for you to get impatient, more for you to get angry than it did before. Perhaps you're a kinder, gentler, more considerate person. Maybe you're easier to be around, so maybe you have more friends. Or you might find that nicer people start coming towards you than they did before, before you were attracting people that you didn't really care to be around. But maybe they were mirroring how you were acting out in the world if you were being negative or angry or something that maybe you didn't want to be around the people that were like you, but they mirrored you. You also might find that if you're focusing on habits 
that you don't want to smoke as much anymore or drinking. Maybe you have a lifestyle shift. And Lord knows I'm not saying that personal growth is easy, but it can be, but it also can be difficult because some things are harder to let go of than others. They're harder to shift. It's hard to let go of a fear you've been carrying since you were a kid or maybe past life if you believe in that. Whether you believe in it or not, if there is such a thing, it's a past life. (laughs) Nobody knows. But the thing is, is that you may find that you're expanding your horizons where your dreams and your goals that maybe you didn't even know you had will subtly start making sense to you. Because if you let go of a fear that you can't do something, all of a sudden an idea and a new possibility might show up that you didn't expect. You might start new hobbies, learn new things. I mean, there's all sorts of things depending on which direction you take your personal growth. So let's look at really how you can do this. First, you need to really look at your life. What is and isn't working in each area? So look at your relationships. Look at your career. Look at your home and your finances. What's working for you? Maybe you have a really bad habit of paying all your bills late, so your credit score is really bad. And it's something that you go, I I don't know why I do that. So maybe you need to take a look at that. Maybe it's a long-standing thing of not having prosperity in your life. And you're worried every time you pay something that you're letting money go and you don't want to let it go. Maybe it's from your childhood or like I said, a past life. There could be all sorts of reasons why. And every time I work with a client as a life coach, it's so funny because I go, I I don't want to work on anything big today. I don't want to go through all those emotions. Let me work on this little tiny thing. And when they say that, 90% of the time that little tiny thing leads back to one of their life goals of trying to shift and improve their life. That personal growth thing that for me, it's trust. It's trusting that I'm in the right place, knowing that I can do what I need to do. Not as much trusting other people, but trusting on myself and on my personal path. So those are the things that I keep seeing, my little tiny issues that I'm going, oh, well, what am I doing? And then you go, you know, that little tiny thing, not only the big things in my life, but the little things in my life are being impacted by one big lesson I'm trying to learn this time around. You may find the same thing because that's what happens with my clients. Oh, just that little tiny thing. And they go, oh my God, this is goes back all the way back to this other stuff that I've, we've been dealing with that I didn't want to address today. Ugh, darn it. So then we have to address the big thing again, or they skip it and move on to something else if they're not ready. Make sure that you look exactly at what you want to shift in your life, whether it's an emotion, something in your health, or anything else. Maybe it's just a habit that you want to switch with a smoking habit or something. It's something you want to change. Maybe it's just picking up your clothes, which are all over the floor all the time. Maybe you were raised or maybe you were raised to pick it up and you were done with that. So when you moved out, you just leave everything everywhere. Maybe it's as simple as that. And yet it probably will lead back to deeper issues that you'll have to break and shift in order to be able to do it. Give yourself a break. If you find that the personal growth thing you're working on is a little difficult, it's because there's more underneath than what you're thinking. So like I said, the first step is to really look at your life and what is it that you want to change that isn't working for you. And there can be just tiny things you can start with, or it can be big things. But focus on one thing, especially if you're new to this, because you want to be able to change or improve it, but you don't want to get depressed or 
lose focus because it isn't working as quickly as you'd like. You don't want to give up. It's like being on a diet and having sugar one day or that chocolate bar and you go, oh, I'm done. I screwed up. You know, you just go, okay, well, that was delicious. Let me get back on the diet again. Maybe you're just thinking, I'm not eating healthy because I had that big, I stopped at Baskin Robbins or at Cold Stone and had ice cream. Okay, well, tomorrow don't do that. Enjoy what you're doing that you think is bad and then let it go if it's something that minimal, unless you're a diabetic and you go, okay, that was bad, but move forward. Don't worry about looking back except to learn your lessons from it. And after you focus on one thing, you decide what it's going to be that you want to change or improve, then do some research. That's the third step. Choose one or a number of the 12 paths I'm going to be getting into shortly that you can use in order to change this and make this personal growth, change the habit, change the whatever it is. Those 12 paths will help you find ideas and new possibilities, and they'll also help you quantum leap this growth that you want to take. Because rather than just doing little steps at a time, which are perfect if that's where you're at, if you want to jump because you've been doing this a while, especially, and you're going, you know, I really need to change my life. Can we do this more than just one step at a time? You can, but you need to then put some effort and some time into it, which is what is one of those negative things. If you don't have the effort or the time, it can be difficult, but it's worth it. After the research, And this step may, you can take it any time. The next step, you have to find your motivation. You can do it before you even start the whole thing, or you can do it in time in the middle when you find you don't have your motivation. It's got to be great enough to overcome any procrastination or other priorities that might come up. So if you're going to give yourself a certain amount of time each day to do something and you get a call that takes you away, whether it's work or you have to go pick up your child or something, Make sure that you have enough motivation that after you do the thing you're told to do, you come back and then do that scheduled thing, if that's what you want to do. Or do this personal growth thing first and then do whatever you're being pulled away to do. It's just important that personal growth does not end up at the bottom of your list constantly. And if you find that you're procrastinating your own personal growth, You might find that you're not doing enough self-care, and I have a show on that, as well as I have one called The Procrastination Cure, which came out not very long ago. If that's something that keeps you from moving forward with personal growth, then please listen to that because that should be able to help you and give you ideas on how to stop procrastinating things that are important. And that includes being late for everything because really when you're being late for all your appointments and no matter what you do, you seem to always be late, you're actually procrastinating what's coming up. The next thing is to take action. Schedule that time for yourself. Even if it's just 15 minutes a day, whether it's to do a meditation or read a section of a self-help book or whatever it may be, take some time and take the action, whatever that looks like for the personal growth that you want to do. And the last thing I just want to say about this list is to be tenacious. You need to use what my mom used to call dogged determination. Just keep your nose at it. If it's a habit you want to change, keep at it. Don't give up because we slide back quite a bit. I mean, we change, we grow. It's like, oh, I did it again. I did it where I thought I was going to do it right and I slid back. Okay, now let's go. Maybe even if you do three steps forward, two steps back, you're still going forward. 
even if you're only changing what you're doing just a little 1% or half a percent, you're still changing it. So let me go over those how-to things again. They're pretty obvious, but maybe you'll get some ideas that you didn't get before from these. And then we'll go into the next 12 steps path that I mentioned. So how? First, look at your life. What is it that is and isn't working? Which part of your life do you need to make a change in? Is it a habit? Is it the way you react to something? Is it an emotion that's constantly there that bugs you because you don't even like being around yourself maybe when you're angry? It's time to shift that. Maybe you want to change your job in some aspect or a relationship and a pattern that you've had. It could be anything, whatever makes your life better. So what isn't working? And then focus on one of those things that you want to change or improve. Don't choose too many that you might lose focus or feel like you're failed. And you need to adjust that. And then the number three is to do some research. Go online first. Figure out if there's anything specific that will help you. And then go ahead and find one of those 12 paths that I am going to mention in a minute so that you can really find those tools that's specifically for you. Number four is, and like I said, this one could be used at any time. Find that motivation. It has to be great enough to overcome any procrastination or other priorities that come up. Or at least make sure that it doesn't end up at the bottom of your list all the time because you're important enough and your life is important enough to not let it get stuck at the bottom of your list all the time. The next step was to take action, schedule time for yourself to do whatever you need to do for that personal growth, whether it's putting your feet up and reading a book, a good book, or even the personal growth is I need to take time for myself and I don't do it. I need to learn to relax, get on that hammock pull out a good novel or something, or maybe you need to say, no, I need to go for that walk. I need to do this or I need to do that. Those are things for me that will make me healthier, will make me happier. And they're things that maybe you don't normally have time for. So take that action. And lastly was to be tenacious, to make sure you stick to it, whatever it is that you want to improve until you realize that, oh, no, actually this one isn't that important. But this thing over here that popped up, that's what I really need to change because that one's really bugging me. So you might shift midstream and say, you know, this isn't as important as this new thing or this old thing that has suddenly come to my attention and maybe I need to do something about that. Let's get into the 12 paths to choose towards this personal growth now. There may not be any huge revelations in what I'm going to be saying, But maybe some ideas or items that will motivate you will show up and you'll go, oh, yeah, no, that's a really good idea. I need that one. So let's go into number one is the easiest thing for me is to read. Read whatever that works in the area that you want to change your life in. Anything and everything. Some specific personal growth authors are people like Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Napoleon Hill. Tony Robbins, of course, Eckhart Tolle, Gabrielle Bernstein, Deepak Chopra. I mean, oh, and then the fun one, Jen Sincero. She writes about the badass books. I love those. They're so funny. She has a great sense of humor. If it's just basic personal growth, those are great. They also have specific things like Louise Hay does specific for health. And Eckhart Tolle is talking about being in the now. Jen has one about, it sounds like I know her, Jen Sincero. She has one about 
how to make money in order to shift your mindset on that. If your area that you want to work in for personal growth is psychology, choose an author for that. If it's related to your job or a career you're looking into and you want to get ahead, read up on that. People that have already been there, read their books, read their biographies, see if it makes you learn something or makes you want to do something specific. Or maybe you need a book from one of them, just motivate you because if they can do it, you can do it. Number one was read. Number two is to take classes. Again, in the area you're interested in, whether it's photography, computers, music, classes to improve you at your job, look at local junior colleges or colleges online. Many cities have recreation departments with things to do. A lot of them are in Zoom right now, or maybe you can find some in person. So if you look at the classes and at personal growth in general, it doesn't have to be life-shaking. Sometimes it's just, I want to learn something new. I want to expand who I am. And maybe that's all that personal growth is. It's not shifting or changing what you are at the moment and the way you react to things or your job or your people. Maybe it's just expanding your horizons a bit so that you feel like you're learning something new if you feel like you're in a rut. Whatever you need is what you should go after. So that's why taking classes and reading are really great. Number three is start a new hobby. If you sing on key, join a choir. Pick up a musical instrument. Get lessons. Pick up a paintbrush. See if you can do that. Draw, color, pick up golf. Join a softball league. Whatever it may be, start a hobby you haven't done before. You may not be able to join a softball league if you have never picked up a bat or thrown a baseball, but you can also join people that are just throwing the ball around or going to batting cages. There's a bunch of things that you can do to start a new hobby. I know when I was a kid, I did paint by numbers and I haven't done that since then, but I can't paint at all. I can't draw anything. Now I could probably do modern art. I don't know how good it would be, but the point is, is that whatever makes you have an interest that shifts you, that motivates you to change. Those are great. So even if you just want to get one of those magazines, maybe they come out and you throw them away all the time. I get some from the rec department and I also get some from the local junior college here. I don't know if they call it something other than junior college now, but the one that's a two-year college. I looked at those and I used to throw them out. And now I look at them and go, oh, look, there's a class in this. Oh, and there's a class in that. Those sound interesting. Hmm. Maybe that's something that will be of assistance in your personal growth. The fourth thing is to take a workshop. Now, by a workshop, I don't mean a one-day thing necessarily, although it could be, but more than a couple of hours. Maybe the workshop is in personal growth. (laughs) It's somebody that does personal growth or spiritual growth types of workshops. It can be a weekend, a week, if you are immersed into those. And I have to say, the ones that are more than two days, I feel like have changed my life a number of times. I have gone to some avatar courses that uh, one was an integrity. I have a master's course and those had changed my life at the time. Those are by Star's Edge. And then I went into Marconics and my energy work. I had an immersion that was, I think it felt like it was a couple of weeks, but I think it was six or eight days or something like that. Oh my God, I came out of that a totally changed person. Whatever you're interested in, If you can immerse yourself into it, whether it's learning a new language or whatever it may be, you'll find that it will totally shift you if it's the right classes and the right workshops. 
And at least you'll feel like you've learned a lot and you've grown a lot if you have gotten into those sorts of groups. So the next thing after the workshop is to join groups. I got a little ahead of myself there. If you write, join a writer's club. If you do an instrument, maybe you can audition for a community band and get into that. Maybe if you bowl, you can do a bowling league or a swim club. The possibilities are endless and you meet new people there. You have new connections so that you will make personal growth whether you want to or not. All of a sudden, the personal growth will just happen because you've reached out, you've created new connections to people and to things that you're doing that maybe you didn't do before. And of course, you can find all sorts of groups that you can join online. You can search at the touch of a button on Google, obviously, or any other search engine now, which makes it so much easier than having to look at the yellow pages. If you want to have personal growth and you want to either speak better in public, especially at your job or be a better leader, Toastmasters is a great group to join. Toastmasters is all around the world. So they're everywhere pretty much. And they're by Zoom now. So you can really join in anywhere in the world if you want to. I know I joined Toastmasters, I think it was four years ago now, because I wanted to speak better as myself in public. I mean, I'm an actress. I've acted on stage for years and I was fine. Give me lines, give me lights. I can't see the audience. Don't make me interact as myself. As a character, maybe a little bit, but... I don't really want to interact with the audience. And I have to say that giving a speech, literally the first time I did it, I got hives. (laughs) I had pink polka dots all over my body and I was flushing. I was so nervous. And I don't do that anymore, thank God, because I don't know if I would have stayed with Toastmasters if I had kept doing that. But it's something that will help move you forward in your job. It moves you forward in not only leadership and learning to speak in public, which you may not actually want to do, but it helps you with your self-confidence. It's amazing when you think you can't do something and all of a sudden you can. I always do highly recommend Toastmasters as a group that you can join for any number of reasons. Now, the sixth thing, the path that you can take toward personal growth is to find a mentor. So if you know where you want to go and you're going, geez, this is something I've always wanted to do, and that's part of your personal growth, then by all means, find somebody who's already achieved what you want. Whether it's somebody who quit smoking or who has lost weight, or if it's someone that's gotten the type of job you want, take them out to lunch. Ask if they'll chat with you and give you some hints, some clues. You have questions. You just want to know more about them and how they did what they did, how they got through the hard times, maybe. Any questions that you have, write them all down in advance. And ask them if they'll be kind enough to talk to you. Most people love to talk to people. I mean, I don't know about really well-known people who are really busy, but most people in the world are happy to tell you how they did something. The next one after find a mentor is to write. If you keep a journal or a blog and you catalog the changes that you're making or how you want to make a change, you're going to find that if you look back, you're going to really see the growth that you've done. It will help motivate you will also help you to write down any plans you come up with so you can review them later. Writing is a really good tool to use when you're going through your personal growth. The next one is a little more scary because a possibility for a path for you is to choose an item on your bucket list. If you even first make a bucket list so that you can expand your horizons, don't wait on some of these things. 
Sometimes there's not enough money. There's not enough time. You're too old because you waited too long to do a bucket list item. But maybe you can revise your bucket list if you feel you're too old or too infirmed. Instead of skydiving, maybe you do a zip lining because they put you in there and maybe you can just have the exhilaration without having to land and you don't have that capability. Or you can do a tandem parachute jump if you still want to do it and you're not able. A bucket list doesn't have to be huge. It can be things like learning to swim, which was on my bucket list, although I have to say it was down at about 20, number 20, and I pulled it up when I wasn't ready to do it and I forced myself. Learning to swim was huge. Not that I'm great, but at least I may not drown if I'm in a swimming pool now. There can be travel that you want to do, places you yearn to see that you haven't done yet. Well, save towards it if you can. Go. Do what you can do to expand those horizons that makes your life more satisfying. And some of them will even feel like they're life-changing when you accomplish things that you really want to do. Another personal growth that you could use and path to it is to connect with a group of friends so you can mastermind ideas for each other. So what you do is you get together, you say, okay, we all want to do this personal growth thing. How do we want to do it? What do we want to do? Let's look at our lives. Let's figure this out. And when you come up with what you want to do, which section, then you can be there for each other to help come up with plans and goals and how you can keep doing it. Because one of the things that is not on the 12 is to have an accountability partner and having a group of friends or two or three friends or even just one friend where you work together, you can really have that accountability because if you say, I'm going to do homework and then you don't, and they're they're all going, oh, come on. Didn't you want to do this? It's like, oh, fine. All right, fine. (laughs) It's a little harder not to accomplish something when you have to kind of report in. It's better to have an accountability partner if you can. And if you can get together with a group of friends to mastermind ideas, they can be that for you. And the next couple are actually more spiritually minded people. So of course, there's meditation, which was personal growth. It helps with your emotions. It helps with your calm your mind. It's also very healing for your body. It shifts your focus just by doing that. And let me say that meditation does not have to be just meditating, sitting there in one place with your eyes shut. You can do meditation when you're walking, when you're sitting there and just staring at some trees, when you're out in nature doing whatever you're doing. You can meditate when you're gardening. You can meditate when you're taking a shower. It doesn't have to be anything except following your breath and allowing your mind to just still connecting to source. So that is something that you can do at pretty much almost any time that's a repetitive, even washing the dishes, a repetitive thing, putting dishes away, putting them in the dishwasher. That's repetitive enough. Just be aware of what you're doing and be in the moment, be in the now. And the other thing kind of falling into those is also guided visualizations. I have a bunch of those on my YouTube video under my name. They're a couple years old now, but there's 50 of them at least. You can go back and do a guided visualization for maybe releasing pain, for releasing any walls that you're holding up and keeping people away to help your self-confidence. I have a lot of them out there. By all means, they're all free. Just go onto YouTube and go to my channel and you'll find them. I think they're mostly from 2019. And then, of course, there's also I Am Affirmations to help you with your personal growth. 
And I do have one every single Sunday that comes out again on my YouTube channel called The Joy Corner. Feel free to look that up again, totally free. But it's something that if you use them properly, I am affirmations are great tools. Even if you're not spiritually minded, you might think they're kind of stupid. But I have to say that if you do them appropriately, they will shift your subconscious mind. And that's the hardest thing to shift because you can't see it and you don't know what it's thinking, except by what the outer reality is. Guided visualizations and I am affirmations are really good to connect to that deeper subconscious that's kind of controlling some of what the outcome is in your life. And then, of course, to connect to that higher power and to go from there. Make sure that you're connecting to source as close as you can, whether it's a quick prayer, whether it's just a, okay, I'm ready. (sighs) Take that breath. Or the longer meditation, whatever it is that you need in order to feel like you are connecting to source before anything difficult comes up for you, or you're facing something that's a new challenge or something, you might want to do that. Meeting a boss for the first time. Those last couple are just basically for the spiritually minded, but they do work. If it doesn't resonate with you, then don't choose one of those paths. I just wanted to bring them up as part of the 12. Now, the last And the 12th one is if you're stuck, you can't seem to make this personal growth thing happen in the direction that you're going. You can either change what the focus of the one you're working on, or you can go ahead and get professional help. This might mean a therapist. If you have a really deep seated issue, it could be a life coach. It could be a religious leader of your church or your synagogue or whatever you're connected to or whoever you resonate with. Sometimes it might be somebody who is somebody who just speaks on the YouTube channel and you go, this person I resonate with. This feels right. I'm going to listen to this person. By all means, you won't be able to talk to them and get their response, but at least you can listen to somebody. The certified life coaches are really great for this specifically, and they all have different areas of expertises. Everybody does almost everything, but generally they'll have a wealth, a health Uh, someone who handles, if you're making a transition into something new, maybe there's a death, maybe there's a divorce, people will have their own personal niche. Mine is a spiritual guide for practical matters. Whatever your belief is, I want to help you strengthen that so that that will assist you in making the changes you want. Now let's go over those 12 again before I move forward. So the 12 are to read, to take classes, to start a new hobby, take a workshop, join groups, find a mentor, write, choose an item from your bucket list and do it, connect with a group of friends to mastermind ideas, to meditate or do guided visualizations or affirmations, to connect to a higher power, and if you're stuck, to go ahead and get professional help, whatever that may look like for you and whoever you resonate with. And I will say, if you do go to somebody and you don't resonate with them, they feel awkward to you, they feel wrong to you. I'd say you don't like their energy, but that's kind of a, maybe you don't connect with those words. But you know how it is when you talk to somebody and you get the bad feeling or you get a, I don't feel comfortable with them, then don't. There's plenty of other people out there. And you can contact me if you're comfortable with me just listening. Whatever it is that you need, make sure you reach out when you're trying to do personal growth because you don't want to get stuck. When you're stuck, you can do 90% of this on your own, but there's going to be a section of time where you might go, oh, I can't do this. And maybe you need that mentor. Maybe you need someone that you feel you need to pay because sometimes you're worth it. It's not like you're not worth it. 
Sometimes we feel like if we pay for somebody's time, then we'll move. Then we can appreciate it rather than getting free from somebody. It depends on what your belief system is and none of it's wrong. But do make sure that I mentioned it earlier that you have an accountability partner, a partner who will go ahead and help you through it to make sure that when you have and you say you're going to do this target or this goal and you have a step-by-step plan, they can help you stay on the plan. There's really never an end to personal growth. There's never an end to it. You have to find your motivation, though, to make changes. Be willing to take that energy and the time and maybe revise your priorities just a little bit so you have time for yourself in order to make those changes. Bring your desire to learn and grow and step at least a little out of your comfort zone in order to have personal growth. The rewards are huge and many. And not only will you shift and grow more into the person you want to be emotionally, physically, and intellectually, but spiritually too. And your life, well, it will change more and more into what you always wished it could be. With all that, can you find your motivation for a little personal growth? I hope so. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day. Today's gonna be.